episode of the walking dead podcast is brought to you by audible.com audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers comedy specials magazine and newspaper publishers business information providers as well as many other products Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios, matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates. Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free no obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook and you'll be helping to support The Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead podcast. We always think there's going to be more time. It's the Walking Dead Podcast. Got any advice for me? Yeah, I'd say make a lot more. This is the Walking Dead Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Walking Dead television show on AMC and the Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on! Back up! So sit back, relax, and join the herd. And here with me, as always, is the awesome Mr. Gary. Uh, where's the awesome Mr. Gary? I can only find the great value Mr. Gary. Okay, that works too. Uh, 
Hi, I'm Mr. Gary. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I like zombies. I'm very uncomfortable with this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Goodbye. Sound like you sound like uh, animal from the Muppets. <laughs> you want to hang out with animal? Zombie. Zombie. I don't. Have, I don't have drums. I can play drums. <laughs> hey, look at that! You know who I'm in. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> well, bye is, bye. Bye bye. This is episode two thirty eight. We're gonna cover season eleven, episode two, uh, Acheron, Acheron, part two. A- Acheron. That's it. Back Acheron. <laughs> <laughs> Electron, part two. Electron. Yeah. So, all right. Avengers: Age of Electron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Age of Asher. Age of Asher. Age of, Age of Acheron. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, before we go into that, we uh, need to first check off our uh, boilerplate. So, take it away, sir. As always, <laughs> you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing at twpodcast at gmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page. You can find that sometimes at facebook.com slash walking dead podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you might also know we have an audible trial link. Audibletrial.com. Where every word is its own sentence. <laughs> Always. Which is at, at audible trial. Dot com slash Walking Dead podcast where the universe skews off and now I'm Doc Brown all of a sudden. And guess what? You can go to Walking Dead No Man's Land, the mobile game. Hopefully there's no Libyans on that mobile game because they might try to kill me. But if there isn't, then you can go to Walking Dead No Man's Land, the mobile game. And you can join the Death Squad Z. All right, then. Clan. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can also you can join, join us. Now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can join us on Death Squad Z, um, and you can you know collect or, your favorite characters. Or Gary, and, or Gary will kill you. Uh, yes. Slowly. You, you don't even you, you know my you might know Gary. You don't know Getty. Getty. It, Getty is a very dangerous. Man. Kill you with a look. Yes, a look, a, whole a glance, look, a half look. Just, there's even some side eye. You could yes, die. I'll give you a side look, and you. But, you but like no, I'm not going to try. I could, yes, please. Just don't. As my dad, as my dad would say, I'm going to hit you down to the ground so hard you're going to have to look up to see down. But you know, <laughs> but luckily, but I you're won't not have to, because I need you. <laughs> luckily, you won't because I love and need you. Yeah. Uh, I to go crush to crush your head, like yes, a nut, but, uh, but I won't. Yes, because I need you. <laughs> I could crush you. Like uh, um, like a nut. Yes, but yeah, I won't. Yeah, I, I won't do that because I'm a nice guy. You don't know so you can go to. From. Yes, yeah, it, it, it's an amalgam of a lot of movies we've just mashed together in the last ten minutes. But you know, we'll just enjoy the fact that we're a great melting pot of a lot of awesome things, just like The Walking Dead. And on top of that, you can go to our favorite people, audibletrial.com/dead, or the Walking Dead No Man's Land mobile game where you can join Death Squad Z. Either way, you help us out. Either way, you get cool free stuff. Either way, we all have a good time, and it just benefits everybody. So 
go do that stuff. Don't go do that stuff. Listen to us, subscribe to us. Please do that. Cause that's awesome. Uh, leave mm-hmm. reviews and stuff like that if you can. Um, but you know, aside from that, just, uh, let's just keep enjoying this awesome community of walking dead goodness we have going on. I couldn't say that better myself, which is Thank why you, you said it, which is why you said it. That's the main reason I said it because but, you might've been able to say it. Okay. But not yeah, maybe but quite I, as good I as I mumble me. a lot. So yeah, it, back at you. Exactly. See right there. Yeah. And I beep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is a, a good segue to move into our main event, our recap discussion of season 11, episode two, that word part two. Acheron! Acheron! Electron. Sorry, Celine Dion wasn't my best one. That's Celine the end of all I've got. Yeah. It wasn't that great, but it was that was the best I got. It works. Yeah, it's all right. All right. I could have done without the uh, the fake out, Gary, of Maggie looking like she got eaten. Of course, she didn't get eaten. Of course, we knew she wasn't going to eat, but they for a moment wanted you to think she might have. I think that they literally really did that. I was just going to say, I think they literally did that just to, to flash back to Glenn. It's yeah. the final season. Glenn's been gone. She's finally back. I think it was literally just to like her husband hid under the dumpster and survived. They even made a joke about that in the mobile game. One of uh, Glenn's um, skills, is it? Is that what they call yeah, it? Dumpster diving. I think. Dumpster diving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something like basically dive under the dumpster or something like that. Like, it's one of his survival skills. I like um, Abraham. One of Abraham's special powers is bitch nuts. I was used to say bitch nuts. I hope that was the one you were going to say. Um, but yeah, like literally one of Glenn's survival tactics in his mobile game is like dumpster dive or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so it's become an iconic thing of like, because they was such a big deal for a while. Like we really thought maybe Glenn would survive. We didn't know what was going to happen. Maybe Glenn would die there. And then he just hit in a dumpster and survived. Um, like so do. I think that, yes. And I think they were playing on that. They did play the suspense up really well. Mm-hmm. I think in all that, um, the whole, her going away and coming back later on without knowing anything like, the, and then the, the, anyways, I'm sorry. Um, Yes, they played that really well. <laughs> I agree. I'm not trying to jump points because, like, I, I I could every point I could think of, as you very know well, because we are both very apt to this can tangent into another point very easily. <laughs> um, so anyway. I'm holding back because we're kind of going uh, chronologically somewhat with our points. So yeah. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But yeah, it's um that was really cool. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So I guess I don't feel so bad now that you've laid it out like that. It makes sense. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, this is just like Glenn, but that's right. It was <laughs> yeah, for a good reason. Um, I'm convinced the dog is fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. For the record, jumping in a walker. I mean, those those walkers ate a tiger. Please. You're just a dog. Now, I, I mentioned last week the dog was a badass, but still, let's not, you know, let's not get carried away. Let's not, you know, but the dog is fucking crazy. I mean, don't get barking, me wrong. 
barking. It reminded me of Will Smith's dog in I Am Legend. The dog barks. He's running after something. He's yeah, chasing yeah. a squirrel or something, and he goes in that. And then then Will Smith goes after him, and then the, he finds the dog cowering under a desk. And dog looks at him like, "Okay, yep. I fucked up. Those things are in here." <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of like you said to me before the podcast, um, the whole thing about um, one of our favorite comments from Chris Hardwick, the, who's very hit or miss on his show sometimes. And we're, we, we love Chris Hardwick. We love the show, but we got to admit that sometimes. One of the things he said was that <laughs> when, uh, shoot, well, Shiva, Shiva, when Shiva died, mm-hmm. He said the show made us care more for a CGI tiger than it did for almost any of the characters in the whole damn show. True. I felt the same way. As you said earlier, like you kind of related that in your, uh, in your notes about like, it was kind of the same thing with dog in this episode. Yeah. I cared so much about dog, just hearing the whimpering dog. Yeah. Like as Daryl just like was crawling through this little like I'm, diehard pipe trying yeah. to get to the dog. And like, he's like, yeah, now I know what a microwave dinner feels like. Cause that's what the guy said in Die Hard, but that's not what he was saying. Um, but he did? like, yeah. You don't remember that? Which, which Die Hard? Bruce Willis in the first Die Hard. He was calling the that. vents. He's calling the events to, and towards the end of the TV movie. Dinner or, uh, yeah, he's like, now I, would, now I know what a TV dinner feels I like. So he, was, he was in an airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> um, that was that was my kind of image in my head of kind of how Daryl felt because it was so claustrophobic mm-hmm. being in that little thing. And he kept having to check back to see if any zombies were coming towards him close enough that he had to stop them um, as he was going towards his dog. But like, you can even tell by the end, like, Daryl, I don't know how old he's supposed to be in this show, but I'm assuming at least mid forties, well, if not, you know, probably 50s. not as old as he, as Norman Reedus actually is. Oh, you don't think so? Well, Norman Reedus is fifty three. So you think he's a little younger, maybe like forty five ish? Yeah, I think he's in his mid forties, but okay. I, I don't. I don't think he's supposed to be fifty yet. Gotcha. I mean, so he doesn't look very old. I'm not. No, holding just, that as a knock his against beard, him. his beard has gone gray, but yeah, he's, he's yeah, 53. But I mean, also, I'm sure there was an acting choice the way he was crawling through the the vent. It, like, you'd it, tell, like, he was start by the end, he was starting to like really hurt and like barely be able to call through, but he was really pushing because it was his dog, you know, and like just like that. It's that type of stuff, like in the like superhero stuff, the like fantasy stuff, whatever mm-hmm. that makes me relate to it, like there's something to latch onto that I can totally understand. And like without zombies or anything, if I had to crawl through a 10 mile long ditch, cause I heard my dog was still barking at the other end of it. I hey, would go. Absolutely. That's why you I know? love the fact that they had Daryl go after the dog. I'm just definitely, I'm horrible. I'm terrified that they're going to, the dog is going to get eaten. <laughs> Me too. And they're going to do that. They're going to do that because they've really made you attach to the dog. But I wonder if they wouldn't because they would be afraid of the blowback. I think it's kind of 50 50 at this point. It would have a big impact, but also at the same time, you don't want to do that to a dog if you don't really have to. Um, I mean, they did, so it, to, they yeah. did it to the tiger because it happens to the tiger in the comic book, but there's no dog in the, in the comic book. So, yeah. And that's always harder to take than people sometimes, especially in these shows where we're so conditioned to lose people all the time. Right. We're not as conditioned to lose basically our children 
or children. It's children either way, but furry children, especially like they 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 uh, they tend to be a lot more fast and loose with them sometimes, but also be a little more reserved with them sometimes. So I guess we'll see. I'll be really interested to see where the whole Rick Grimes Michonne thing goes and how that plays into the show. Hopefully, hopefully they're really taking their time to plan it out really well so that whenever it coincides with the show, if the show is still on at that point or however that ends up working out, then it all really makes sense. That's what I'm hoping that it all kind of, because it seems like they're really trying to build to a walking dead universe that they want. Holy shit. The the timeline's really hard, (laughs) but I think they want this all to be one cohesive thing for the most part. I just was, uh, I'm looking What's that? While you're talking, you know this actor Ian Anthony Dale. The name sounds familiar. He's Who is been it? in a lot of stuff. Um, he um, is joining the cast. I guess he's in a couple of episodes of the show or the movie. And the show. Oh, really? Yeah. He. I guess he probably plays somebody from the um, from the Commonwealth. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's uh, does a lot of TV. Um, but he's a very good actor. He had a regular role most recently on um, um, Hawaii Five O. Oh, well, that's a good show. So I know he's got yeah, some pedigree then. Yeah, no, and he was on another show called The Event, which was on NBC. <gasps> I remember that yeah, show. Yeah, he was on. I he, wanted to watch that one, but I, he then played one just, of the he played one of the aliens. Okay. Um, who was uh, in had infiltrated the FBI. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with, with everything you said. The, um, you know, the, the whole thing with the the animals, a lot of times they, when they portray them, they don't, they're just sort of secondary and they die off and nobody cares. But I really do appreciate the fact that, cause you, how you feel about your dog, how I feel about mine. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, the fact that, uh, that uh, Daryl really cares about that dog. Um, but I, I'm constantly worried that that dog is going to be become lunch. I just hope, you know, brother, like if I saw Chalupa running down a pipe and there were zombies on the other end, I would go for Chalupa. Yeah. Hopefully I, mean, I would go for Sly too, but yeah. if Chalupa was down Chalupa's there, so small, you'd probably lose her in the, oh. <laughs> Chalupa. Poor Chalupa, she'd probably be on in a couple so bites small. too. No, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little harsh. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> yeah, she, so. uh, she's so small. Nobody would pe- waste any time. Um, they introduced a couple of other characters in there. I don't know where they came from, but this guy Gage, and then that other older guy. I don't remember what his name is, but uh, they r- apparently run off with supplies. And then yeah. they blame Negan. Negan put him up to it. So they were the only two guys that said they didn't want to go on. But uh, then uh, um, Gage becomes lunch. I did know, um, actually, from a recurring segment on my end, the Angela Kang flashback in the end of the episode thing that I'm going to remind you guys about if you didn't see it. Uh, the um, uh, Gage was actually one of the douchebags that was kicking um, Lydia. Oh, when really? um when she was uh new to the community and like talking about how her mom was a whisperer or whatever one mm-hmm. of those like three kids that were kind of douchey to her yeah. um 
he was one of those guys. So we have seen him before. Oh, I didn't I actually. Didn't, I didn't remember him. I assume they do that a lot with these yeah. people they kill off that they show them at least once or Red twice shirts. before to kind of try to make us connect to them, but we just don't notice as regular fans. Red um, yeah, basically. Exactly. 100%. They're red shirts. Um, people that we might have a name for, but don't care about. Um, yeah. So that's basically what that was. But I didn't realize that until then that like um, they had actually sewn in a reason for us to kind of, even though he's been kind of decent yeah, this episode, that. to kind of want a reason to kill him. Who remembered that though? Yeah. That's the problem with doing something like that. Who remembered that he was one of the guys that beat up on Lydia? Especially now with COVID and all that, that was like four years, four years it was ago. Like it was like two years, years ago. ago. At least two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. So, uh, but the whole thing that, that happened with with uh, Gage and how they, Maggie wouldn't let anybody save him. Yeah. Uh, for the reason she gave. This is also why Alden should shut up. <laughs> him doing all that and and yeah. Just get off your high horse. Uh, it was uh, it was very uncomfortable to watch it, but I did think it presented an interesting dilemma because it happened right after the conversation that Negan has about explaining why he didn't help her. She just talked about killing me. Well, I'm, I'm going to help her. Yeah, he said you let her let her go, or you let her out the door. I said no, I didn't help her. There's a big difference. <laughs> I did love too, and I think I give a big part of that to. Um, Jeffrey and Morgan's performance. Mm -hmm. That one look, yeah, from him to Maggie, when Maggie's deciding to kill that kid or let that kid die. Sorry, not kill. He the knows. Kid, obviously. He knows what she did. He can hundred percent know what she's going through. Yep, knowing that she doesn't want to kill that kid, she wants to save that kid. Every fiber of her being, she wants to save that kid. Yep, but she knows it's for the best of everybody, and she has to pretend to be strong. And mm, yeah, and. and, and Negan knows that because that was his whole MO time. It was like, yeah. he's a decent guy at his core. He doesn't want to kill everybody, but he knows he has to pretend to be the strong guy to lead the group and mm -hmm. do the best for everybody. So he did that. Um, and he, he totally, in that minute, even though like they've been at odds, you can mm -hmm. see that him totally relating to her and yep. and feeling for her at the same time. You can say that like, I, but like not, I, I know where you're coming from, but also yeah. I really feel for you. At that not point. only that, but uh, he she seemed to understand better why he didn't help her. Yeah. This yep. is something, a terrible thing. I didn't want to do it, but it was in the interest that I felt I needed to, to do. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, when she tells that story about you know, she tells the story about what happened to her when the, she and Herschel found that guy and she realized he was lying. And then uh, she put the chloroform rag that he was going to use on her, on him. Yeah. And then she went into his house and she relates what happens. It, it, that I'm not sure if those, she mentioned three very deformed, they weren't men tried to attack her. I'm wondering if um, that guy had captured them too and that mm. he he had them stored up because he was a cannibal um because he she mentions that that the woman that turned into walker had had her her yeah. arms and legs cut off and her eyes gouged out and that she had uh what they had slit her throat um and that there were three other women up in the attic who were still barely alive i wasn't really sure what to make out of that one and and it seems 
it really reminded me of this movie, The Road. One of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. I don't know if I've seen that or heard it's, of it. Really, um, Viggo Mortensen is in it. I know, I know him. Right, and it's basically a post-apocalyptic movie. It's a movie about this uh, guy and his wife and his his. Well, it's a guy and his son. the The wife is only seen in flashbacks, and she's played by mm-hmm. um, Charlize Theron. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a cameo appearance for her, but the uh, guy Pierce is also in uh, has a cameo appearance, and as does Robert Duvall and um, Garrett Dillahunt. Oh, basically, wow. they never say what happened, but there's some type of calamity befell the Earth, and he just references that there, there were five. There was a large explosion one day, followed by five smaller explosions. So it was either a meteorite or something, but mm-hmm. it's basically there's no sunlight anymore or, you know, it's overcast and essentially nothing grows anymore. They can't grow crops anymore. And almost all the animals are dead. So the few people that are left, um, they're either like him and they're foraging or they are grouped together in groups where they go hunt other people to use his food. Wow. In the course of his travels, he finds um, a house where there's a bunch of people in trapped, locked in the basement. And it's, he, you figure out through the course of his rummaging through this house that what it is the people live in that house, go out and capture other people, put them in the basement to eat them at some point. Ooh. And it reminded me of this reminded me of that, that maybe that's what that guy was doing and he was eating, but I don't know. It sounds like there was more to it than that. She didn't really go into it. But, yeah. I couldn't, but I didn't was, want to think too much about it, to be honest, because right. they talked about distended bellies in the women and these deformed men. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, really, yeah. I'm just uh, like, I'm, and, and, it, it and, reminded me of like Hills Have Eyes or like kind of yeah. like, or then you know, it reminded me of um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, of like the creepy hillbilly family and right, like the exactly. uh, eating pieces off each other and like, that whole kind of atmosphere running a lot of that, but like it, within it sound, the walking yeah, dead it universe. Sounds like it was, it was, it was as horrible as one might imagine, which I guess, <laughs> which is why, you know, she didn't really need to go into detail on, on what, uh, other than what she said, but it was useful as yeah. a tool to show that she says, I don't feel anything when I'm telling you the story and to illustrate when I saw them, that they were still, still slightly alive. I thought there must be food in the house. And you could tell, like, full props to Lauren Gohan on that one. Like, she really delivered that scene. Yes. Like, she, you know, like, she, you could see the emotion in her face. Mm That she, like, she went through all of that crazy, weird crap she was talking about. Like, she went through that. Yep. And and through all of that, was using that to explain that she's been through that to that like this is why I can deal with this <laughs> because yeah, and, I've been and, through all and of this. So I thought it was Crazy. very good, but it it also um, I thought it did very well as part of the whole um, tapestry of being too far gone, or more specifically, how um, people lo- can lose their humanity in degrees. Yeah, and I thought it went very well after um, it went. I thought it went very well after the whole here's Negan episode. Mm. Did it. 
particular where it shows he 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 loses some of his decency after his wife dies and after dealing with that biker gang that he becomes more ruthless and just doesn't care uh and so he sort of lost some of his humanity when his wife died and then he he witnessed this act of cruelty by these bikers and then everything else that happened after that and so he created the world he created to to uh exert some kind of control but it's sort of like she mentioned that she lost something and she doesn't necessarily think that was bad (laughs) (laughs) so people lose their humanity by degrees i mean we see degrees where people are too far gone uh like uh, robert patrick's character or they're gone a little bit or they're they lost something and it's like tyrese in the comic book mentions that um he, when he was traveling with his daughter, because in the book it's his daughter, not his sister, that um, this guy tried to rape his daughter and he yeah. killed the guy. And he said the thing that he found most horrifying about that whole experience was not that he murdered this guy, but that he didn't feel bad about it. He didn't feel anything. And he was horrified by the fact that he didn't feel anything when he killed this yeah. guy. Which they had moments like that in the show a lot that kind mm-hmm. of like Rick especially dealt with that a lot early on. Like that mm-hmm. whole kind of that feeling of I know this is what I have to do for my family. I know this is what's right, but I did this and it's still really kind of messed up and I don't feel right about it, but I have to do it. Um, yeah. But I mean, on top of that, like um, like what Morgan said, I, I know I'm not right, but that doesn't mean yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, Talking about what's right or what's wrong, what'd you think about the whole uh, Daryl bowing up to all the walkers? I thought it was cool, but uh, the thing with the grenade is TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't even break the window between the... They would have blown out their eardrums and the concussion inside a contained area would have fucked them up too. Well, how would that whole um, close? It was so close to where they are. Yeah, some of the blasts would have been absorbed into the the walls of the other train car, and then again through the walls of theirs. But the window would have broken, and a lot of the force would have went through the window. And then it's in a contained area, so the sound and concussion inside that area would have blasted out their eardrums at the very least. Not to mention what it does to the oxygen. Sorry, what? Not to mention what it might have done to the oxygen inside the cars. No, I, I'm sorry. I heard that, but I just wanted no. to give you for recording sake, uh, clean audio. Cause I talked over you a little bit. Oh, um, with the, um, how would it have been different? You knowing guns a lot more than me and, you know, explosives, things like that would it have been different with the, um, that kind of silhouette, scene with uh daryl walking through the uh, car and shooting all the zombies going well, i like the that whole... it was a very good visual effect but the problem is he's shooting in the same direction as where the other people were mm. and the very bullets true. go I never through the bullets go through the the zombies now some of them probably the thing is they would have hit the the metal wall of the trains very likely that especially as much as he would have been shooting <laughs> it would it would have gone through into the other car or would have ricocheted. But he's still shooting in the direction of where the other people are. Even with the, that pistol, they weren't that far away. And he very likely in, in real life, he probably would have shot a couple of them. 
So as cool as it did look, realistically, it probably wouldn't work. No, no, <laughs> no. He would have had to use his knives and that, or he, and he would have, in real life, he probably would have never pulled out the gun because he would have known that. Well, even a significant risk of shooting the people he was trying to save. Even if they were trying to replicate that kind of kung fu movie style imagery, where you go from like um, silhouette to silhouette, going mm-hmm. through like a paper wall kind of thing, that whole kind yeah. of imagery, um, he could have done the same exact thing, like you were saying, with knives. Right. You just and- go like stab, 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 and do. But that's not Daryl to do like kung fu type. Yeah, and it's you know it, I mean? it it looked much it looked better the way they did it for TV. So yeah, but yeah, that that whole thing was I'm looking I'm like that's kind of cool, but they do this with grenades all the time. Once you said that, the whole way like doing the other thing would have blown the windows out and all these different fallacies oh, with it. On. I was curious. I was curious if you had any like inconsistencies with the the filming of that. But yeah, that totally it's makes just, sense. It's just the the they're inside basically a metal container and they, an explosive has gone off and it would have at least blown out the windows in between. Yeah. Um, and then, cause they were just closing one door. He wasn't closing the other door. He throws a grenade in and it, it blew all of them up in that one <laughs> car, but none of the force went into theirs. I mean, not yep. even any damage and there's not, it didn't even break the window. And no, it would have broken the window and then the concussive force of the blast, a lot of it, yes, would have been deflected by the surfaces in between where the detonation point was and where they were, but still. But I mean, for TV, you know, it's like they do like in space movies where there's all that sound in the fighting. Of course, there's no sound in space because there's no air. Star Trek, the night, the 2009 one, they said they... Um, they actually considered filming when they did exterior shots of having no sound, but it just doesn't play well with audiences. But they yeah. did that one two second where somebody gets blown out uh, a fractured bulkhead and there's no sound as they go flying off into space. They did that as a nod to the actual physics that occur. Hmm. So, or or um, the way a fighter craft fighter aircraft fly yeah. and TV shows like they're almost on top of each other. Believe me, aircraft, military aircraft don't fly that close to each other, even in formation, because there's a chance you might collide with the guy next to you. Yeah, I bet. So that, and you move pretty fast in a fighter craft. So you got to be, there's a far more distance between, between um, um, aircraft than is depicted on TV. Anyway, none of that matters. Visually speaking, yeah. <laughs> they have to do what they do because, you know, so. Um, well, so speaking of the military aircraft, like, what do you think of the militaristic um, kind of uh, processing segment we got to see? Well, I'm wondering if it's as bad in the book as in as the kind of the fake outs and the psychological stuff they were doing. I mean, there's pretty involved what they were trying to, 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 to mind fuck with them all the time. In the book? I know on the TV show, oh. they're messing with them all the time. I, I'm wondering if it's, it's like that in the book. If it's oh, gosh. Gotcha. You haven't read that far either, right? Oh no, I haven't gotten anywhere near there. Yeah. I mean, me neither. I'm just at the beginning in the book. I only read that at the beginning of the whispers thing. So I have no, I no idea what happens. Of course the comic book is concluded. So there's no more new stuff. 
But uh, is it possible that this was totally new or was this in the poss- comic? Possibly. I don't know. The Commonwealth is in the comic, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know to the degree that uh, and I know Ezekiel isn't alive at that point in time in the comic story. I don't know. Right. About Princess, if she's in the book, uh, certainly Kamiko and Eugene are characters in the book. But I don't know to the degree that it plays out like this or it's probably Rick that meets him because Rick is still in the story in the book uh, as is Carl. So that's another thing I'd love to get back to is comparing the book to the show like we used to. Yeah. So, but I, I love the, uh, the, um, the processing segment again is pretty involved and, you know, I don't know if I need to know all that about Eugene. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're Steve Carell. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty-five-year-old yeah, virgin. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I did think that I did like that at the end that he he finally meets Stephanie. You know, me too. And she she's normal looking. <laughs> and uh, he's definitely shooting of his ballpark. Yeah, she's she looks like a a science person. She looks like a very cute science. She looks like a sexy the, librarian. Um, I was yes. Also, she looks like the the one in the teenage movies where they're like she looks like a nerd, and then she takes off her glasses and yeah. she's a model all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. She you looks know like who that. played that person. That was the person who plays Alex on Supergirl. And in yeah, the teen movie. She's that girl. True, true. That's, and yeah. also, you know who doesn't deserve that girl? Eugene. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. If she can handle but, him talking the way he does, then good. They're meant for each other. And you know what? He's paid his dues. He's a shithead, but he's done some really good stuff for the community. Yeah, no, he's better now. He's just that boy. He talks. Uh, yeah, he's still I don't so annoying. Know what the hell that is? But anyway, I he's thought so- the. The, the dude in the orange armor is apparently named Mercer, although they didn't say this in the show. But I Tess Mercer. I don't think it's Tess Mercer. Oh, um, Miss Tessmacher. No. Oh, I, I I found this out because he's the final award in the in the current contest in the Walking Dead No Man's Land. You get that. Character. Oh yeah, that's right. So it says Mercer, but they don't say what his name is. I'm assuming he's at least going to pop up throughout this, the show, even but, though he's not. Yeah. You know, I, I love the how they resolved that uh, Ezekiel gave him shit about being a B cop. <laughs> I went to West Point, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I that after bad. after fully reading through and complying with everything. I mean, yeah, like, no, that's, yeah, OK, yeah, listen, yeah, this yeah. is the process. The section 45 yes, two of the yeah, legacy yeah. constitution. You were fast processed through all this, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I went to West Point, asshole. <laughs> Just the walk. Where out. you will be escorted to orientation by an actual B cop. Yep. Yeah. And of course, finally, TWD podcast rule number eighty-five. There are always more murderous douchebags around the next corner. Ain't I that the that, truth? Yes. Again. Again, they have this. I don't know if it's the same people that they were fighting, but there's some supposed to be some other group called the Reapers. I assume this is them or the Reapers or those people that, because uh, I think they mentioned them, the name in the end of season 10. But yeah, the that was kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I should not have been, but I was surprised when they got attacked there. 
by that group of people and then they show them walking up and they look like a Jason from what's Jason right. from Friday the 13th. Yeah. 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 With the, with all those blunt razor knives and yeah, I thought, well, of course. Yeah. I didn't expect you <laughs> either. Of course. I should not have been surprised. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm again, I thought this was a great start. Certainly. I hope they keep it going and keep it fresh like this. Cause it's, it's a uh, very encouraging. So any final thoughts? I love the way they're going and I'm really excited to see what comes from here. Cause to me, to be honest, it seems like the walking dead we've been wanting for years. Yeah. Although now they just have no viewers. <laughs> um, well, at least yeah. they have two that were questionable have returned to the fold. There you go. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm encouraged. I hope to keep it going. So, all right, well, that's it for this week. So we will be back uh, with the next episode. Don't know the name of it yet. They haven't put it on Wikipedia. So episode three. Yeah, that's where we get all information, Wikipedia, guys. So of course, Wikipedia you, you know you can come the, to us. And the guide on AT&T yeah. TV. <laughs> right. That and the Walking Dead wiki. So that's you know true. you can come to us to like factual information. Yeah. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Again, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page, which is at Facebook. Still? Yeah, I think. I haven't been there in a while. So. Is it at that, that website, facebook.com slash walking dead podcast that we barely ever visit and except to like try to post stuff that people might like and share walking dead things? Well, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, there's never been a better time to be a nerd. So stay safe. Harrisburg, Virginia. Harrisburg. 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 Yeah, I, I stopped there. Uh, like Paris with Berg? No, like pear is in the fruit. This oh. Fruit. Yep. I don't know if it's because they grow pears there. But I bet that's a safe bet, though. It's up there in the mountains north of Blacksburg. You know what they say up there? No, hike. They do that too. They say hike and <laughs> see you later. Okay. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please take a moment and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walking dead podcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com. You can also post comments on our Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at playerfm.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead Podcast by visiting our sponsor, audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.